Talk with Dr. Michael Smith, MD. And now, here's the country doctor with a city education, Dr. Mike. So let's talk about why we all should be eating more wasabi. You know that stuff you get with sushi? Although the stuff you get with sushi is probably not wasabi, and I'll get into that in a moment. But anyways, that stuff that clears your sinuses, gives you that real kick, your eyes water a little bit, but then it's gone, and you just feel awesome. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, we should be eating more wasabi. And let me just tell you about wasabi. Let's, let's, let's discuss the wasabi japonica story, because that's the plant name. Wasabi japonica has been grown and eaten in Japan for centuries. It is believed that the daily consumption of this plant, wasabi japonica, improves the health and fights off a large number of illnesses. This has now been borne out in a large and increasing number of scientific studies on the actions of these naturally occurring compounds in wasabi. You know, in, in, so for, for centuries, there's been a lot of um, traditional use of wasabi, a lot of anecdotal evidence, historical evidence, even folklore surrounding wasabi and its medicinal properties. Properties, But more and more, science is starting to back up what traditional users of wasabi have always known. It's good for you. You know, more and more people are seeing wasabi as a, and truly consuming it on a daily basis as a functional food for human health. Um, but but here, let me just tell you the problem, though. At least in the United States, when we think we're eating wasabi, we're probably not. You know, wasabi apparently, and and I had to do the research here because I have I really don't know anything about wasabi japonica. But what I what I've under what I've come to understand, it's it's not a very hardy plant. It it's it's hard to grow and and to cultivate. Mainly because it has to be done at higher elevations, and, and, and of course in higher elevations temperature can change so much, and if it gets too warm, the wasabi plant doesn't do well. If it gets too cold, it does. so there's this, there's this right elevation, this perfect elevation, where it's not too cold, not too warm, uh, in, in the mountains of Japan, and, and it, but yet, yet people don't want to go up there and, and cultivate the plant anymore, and then you add to the fact there's so much pollution in Japan... Bottom line is, wasabi plant, the actual wasabi japanica, has, it's not really grown that much anymore because it's just too hard. No one wants to do it. So, so here's what, um, what the Japanese did, right? They, but knowing that this was going to be a growing industry, the Japanese have a great business eye for this kind of stuff. In order to try to make up for the reduction in true wasabi, the Japanese food industry provided a solution. They took powder or paste that contains European horseradish mixed with mustard seed and FDA-approved coloring. So that green stuff that you thought was wasabi that that you're getting with your Americanized sushi... It's horseradish that has food coloring in it, maybe a little mustard seed, and it's really not providing us that much. But now horseradish, I've, I've I've talked about that on this show before a long time ago, and it does have some benefit, but probably not to the level of, of wasabi. Now the so, so when you think you're eating wasabi in this country, 
you probably aren't. Now, you can get it. You have to ask for it. It's going to cost a little bit more, but it's probably worth it. When, when you look at the wasabi plant, the most important part of it is the stem. And there's a, there's a specific type of compound in the stem called an isothiocyanate. Isothiocyanate. That's the key compound that we want from the wasabi. And so I did some research. I, 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 you know, at that point, after learning about wasabi and learning about how hard it is to, to grow the plant and cultivate and all that kind of stuff, uh, and, and then learning about how the Japanese kind of have a workaround with horseradish, I, I left all of those sites and I decided I'm going to just do some straightforward, good old fashioned research and searching on PubMed to find out what are the true benefits of wasabi that maintain this isocyo um, thiocyanate compound. And here's what I found. Number one, real wasabi with isothiocyanate inhibits the development of lung tumors, at least in mice. And there are a lot of researchers, cancer researchers, who are now pushing the NIH to do some human clinical trials with wasabi standardized to isothiocyanate. This was published in Cancer Letters 2000. I don't know. There hasn't been much follow-up with this, I don't think. If you go to clinicaltrials.gov, you can, you can search wasabi or, and or isothiocyanate and lung cancer and see what kind of trials are out there. I don't think there's too many. But, that, but this has been shown at least in mouse models to, to, to work. Uh, it also, number two, real wasabi has potent antibacterial activity. Now, this has been known, and this is probably one of the big reasons traditional cultures have used real wasabi, was, is, is in wounds and when people are sick, flu, cold, whatever. Uh, and historically speaking, they, they made the claims it works wonders, but now there is some research evidence that it truly does have, wasabi has, antibacterial, at least antibacterial activity, not so much antiviral. Uh, the International Journal of Food Medicine in 2004 did a really good study on this in Biological Sciences and Biotechnology Biochemistry. It's a long name for a journal. In 1998 did some good research looking at the antibacterial activity, and it does seem to have some. Number three, real wasabi suppresses glandular stomach cancer. This is a good one. We don't have a lot of great treatments for stomach cancer. Uh, this was published in Nutrition and Cancer in 1991. Looking at real, that's hard to say, real wasabi and isothiocyanate. And the effect on cancer was positive, published in a, in a peer-reviewed journal a long time ago. Again, go to clinicaltrials.gov. And you're not gonna. There's not a lot of follow-up with some of these things, and that's a shame. Uh, let's see what number am I on? Number four. One, two, three. Yeah, number four. Wasabi has some antiplatelet properties, so it can help. You know, maybe work in kind of the same way aspirin does. So maybe post-stroke uh, type situation. Um, maybe even uh, used in combination with other antiplatelets uh, with people with AFib to prevent uh, blood clot formations. And this was this was shown to be true in a publication in Biofactors 2000. So you see what I'm doing here. Here's all, there's a bunch of traditional, you know, benefits of wasabi, a lot of historical, anecdotal 
um, claims about Wasabi. And I took those claims and, and I'm backing it up with solid peer-reviewed publications, sometimes in animals, sometimes in a Petri dish, sometimes in humans. Here's another one. This is number five. Wasabi increases the abundance of protective detox enzymes. Those are your liver enzymes. and Detox is a big issue. Uh, my friend Suzanne Summer has a, a new book out about uh, detox and, and, and the toxins in our environment. I've been on her show talking about it. She's been on my show talking about it. And, and, we, and we know that we have a built-in, really awesome detox system called the liver, but the liver is overwhelmed, so it needs help. Well, maybe wasabi can be that help. Uh, the Journal of Biological Chemi- or Biology and Chemistry in 2002 showed that wasabi can enhance the activity of phase one and phase two detox in the liver. Uh, other things that can do that, milk thistle, melon extracts, B vitamins, and now you can add wasabi to that list. Uh, let's see, four, five, six, number seven. Um, wasabi has protective effect against colon cancer risk. That was in Nutrition and Cancer 2004. So just a lot of really good benefits of wasabi, but the, you got to make sure you're doing real wasabi if you're going to cook with it. And if you're going to do a product, make sure it's standardized to isothiocyanate. This is Healthy Talk on Radio MD. I'm Dr. Mike. Stay well. <music> 